mistake. I've decided to create some sidetracks, shall I say, which will focus on the state of the world, since again it has become so prevalent. Everything I share is really about sharing some uncomfortable truths, which liberate the spirit. They may feel uncomfortable at times, yet this is a wonderful sign. One that older beliefs are being highlighted, ones that do not wish to be seen. We are living through times again where collective fear and division is becoming the dominant force, and so all are affected. I share these sessions to help alleviate and counter this frequency as that is the responsibility for any of us who are wishing to represent the peace consciousness that is birthing on the planet. And we can all take part in this birthing. It doesn't mean we have to protest, stand on street corners, or even record podcasts such as I'm doing here. The most powerful way is when we decide what leaves our doorstep of consciousness what we decide to radiate outward, what story we decide to end, what story we decide to fuel. A timeline of fear, separation, or a timeline of unification, integration, solution. We are all interconnected and feel what is happening on an unconscious level. I've spoken about in many of my courses, articles, sessions, the idea of peace consciousness and its increasing importance as we venture deeper through the gates of unity consciousness. When I speak of the gates of unity consciousness, I'm referring to a passage, one that is deeply transformative, yet one that you're being squeezed through, much like the eye of a needle. We are living in times where it will become increasingly difficult to evade the seductive forces of polarized conflict. We cannot help ourselves want to take a side. It is like the proverbial devil on each shoulder, each one tempting their side of the argument. This will inevitably increase as we get deeper through the passage, closer to the eye of the needle. This is necessary for us to purge polarized consciousness, or should I say, evolve polarized consciousness. We cannot know peace unless we know war. This means the war within and also the war outside. It is crucial to share this point before I continue We are all involved in this. This is me, you, everyone. So when I refer to any idea or concept, it is both within and external. This is collective responsibility. There has always been war, and unfortunately it happens daily in some parts of the world. Yet when it becomes conscious, the collective reacts, and this is happening because there is a consciousness shift. 
a space for healing. Yet can we truly have peace without truly understanding what it means not to have it? When we look at our own natures, for the most part, we rarely heal anything unless it becomes a real problem. It can be under the surface and affect everything we do. However, unless it actually creates a significant problem, most will not deal with what's under the surface. Conscious healing, of course, is another matter, which is looking at what is unconscious before it manifests, before it becomes the problem. Yet for most of humanity, what lies under the surface stays there. We are now living in times where externally what has been under the surface is becoming a visible problem. This isn't new, it's just what was hidden. We can either see it as a world falling apart, or what needs to be healed is arising. As a lifelong energy healer, I have been fascinated by the process of healing. I originally trained in therapy and psychotherapy before moving on to my work as an energy healer, integrating both. This has opened me up to the mental, emotional and spiritual healing framework. I share this with you because over the course of my journey as a healer, I witnessed that when someone receives healing, they inevitably go through a process of intense transformation that initially can last between three to seven days. Yet in that first week, the healing energies of unconditional love, source, whatever we wish to call it, moves to the areas that are in need of healing, the densest parts, and pushes them to the surface. So the first few days can be quite difficult. Old emotions arise, limiting beliefs, disturbing behaviours. The recipient may feel worse in many cases than they were before, as they are facing many, many emotions as it is purged through their system. Here, healing is recognised as not being a magic pill, where our problems disappear. Our problems arise so we can face and understand them, own and learn from them. Then like a wave they are washed away with a new reasoning, a new wisdom which replaces the older beliefs. Here there is invariably an incredible peace that is felt. Healing here is really about creating the space for the individual to finally face what they have been repressing. If we look at this as a microcosm of the bigger picture, there is a force on this planet that we may call awakening or love or peace consciousness that is forcing, in essence, all old wounds, stories, limiting belief systems that are polarized to the surface to be faced, met, dealt with, and learn from. As we do this collectively, we change our behaviours 
just as we do so individually and we change our societies for the better. Whenever I see chaos in the outer world, for me, I know peace is getting closer. Whenever I see things change on such monumental levels, things have been accelerated. This doesn't make it easy, and it certainly doesn't mean that people do not suffer. We're each playing a part in this grand orchestra, and what appears on the surface is a fractal within us all. In other words, if we take the belief or idea that we're each part of one another, like an organism, then we're each playing out something that releases karma on the planet and enables the shift in consciousness. However, this also doesn't mean that we just ignore what is happening. And often when we use the mantra such as everyone should just love one another, this is an easy thing to say from afar. Think of it this way, you're having a tough day and your friend says, don't worry about it, just think happy thoughts. That's probably the last thought you're thinking about when you're told this. This is what we refer to as spiritual bypassing. Bypassing the very real human emotions that are being experienced. So it's important to honour what another is feeling. If we are not touched by war ourselves, we cannot begin to understand what those who are, are experiencing. It is deeply traumatic. They cannot help but side and polarise. They have a different journey. Yet for us as observers, what is our role? More aptly, what is our responsibility?